and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on, Charlie? Hey, come. I'm good. Um, you know, just about to say goodbye to some of my favorite shows I've seen in a couple of years, though. So I'm actually a little bit sad. Really? Yeah. Like I, I had watched the finale for two of them in particular. Um, they aired last week and then this one this week, and I um. I feel like a little bit of my heart is gone. Wow. And I, I'm now going to have to either read the manga or they're going to have to announce a fucking season two or I might start some sort of riot. <laughs> and by riot, I mean write an angry letter. Strongly worded letter on, which won't be ready. <laughs> uh, on, on, on a ready? mad post. <laughs> <laughs> on Mal. Graham, how are you, mate? Uh, pff, no strong feelings either way. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Perfectly ambivalent. <laughs> Someone didn't watch Skip to Lofa. That's no, all I'll say. this is true. Or yeah. you'll be feeling as passionately as I yep. am. Yep. <laughs> all right, so we're going to talk about this. This is a double whammy episode combined together, which is, of course, our spring 2023 roundup, followed by our predictions slash hype up of summer 2023. So let's just go back over some of the shows that have just aired. Charlie, why don't you you've just come in hot with a couple of takes? So why don't you just take, take us off? How did you skip to Lofa? Talk to us. So anyone who's watched our um, predictions and then our mid-check-in, I um, gave it a really big spiel then about why I like this show. And I'd say the second half of the season that has aired has only cemented why I like it even further. I think that this show, which is about a plucky country girl who decides to move to Tokyo to pursue her dream of going to a very good high school because she wants to become a politician to help out her hometown. So she's like, goes to one of the top schools because she's, studies really hard and gets into one of the top schools and she goes there and she finds herself a bit out of her depth socially, but she gives it her best. And um, basically it's a slice of life about kind of a fish out of water tale, but about finding yourself and not making judgments on people's appearances and their backgrounds. And it's like just a very, very wholesome high school show. Romance kind of, um, I wouldn't call it like a strict romance. It's not like it ends with a big confession or anything like that. It's kind of more exploring relationships of friendship and accepting yourself and some of the best representation I've seen in an anime or a manga I have as I said before I've actually gone ahead and read the manga uh after the first two episodes I went and read the whole manga which the last time I did that was with Blue Period so there's like certain kind of like charm that it, it got me as a story I wanted to continue and I think that it has some of the best trans uh like representation that is just done with Pretty much no fanfare. It's just that one of the main characters is a trans character and it's just freaking awesome. Like they're a great character and that is a huge part of the main character's life and it's never really commented on. Like it's not the main storyline. It's kind of, yeah, I, I think it's it's really it's really good and it kind of got me excited for what we can look forward to for modern shoujos looking forward, hopefully. Okay. Obviously there's a, a bunch of other problematic ones I'm going to talk about. You know, I'm like for every uh, skip to loafer, there's another rent-a-girlfriend. So, you know, we don't really know. What we're going to get, but um, there's charm in both of them. Just watch it. And honestly, my favorite thing to do was read the comments on Crunchyroll. Everyone, it just, it would make me laugh. Crunchyroll like, has comments? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I did not know that. Don't read Jesus. them before the episode because a lot of people yeah, just spoil yeah, shit. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah. Oh, oh it's so entertaining, particularly when they're like late with the episode and people are like, where is it? Yeah, I basically would read it and I found my heart a bit warmed because a lot of comments, which are probably lies to be honest, you can't believe every comment you read, but it would be like, I'm, you know, someone would be like, I'm a 35-year-old man and this is my favourite show. <laughs> and then someone would be like, I'm a 50-year-old man and this is my favourite show. And then people would be like, I'm also in my 30s and I love this show. I'm an 89-year-old <laughs> Civil War vet. <laughs> I love this. And I'm like, this must be true. Yeah, um, this guy. You're right on Crunchyroll. I've actually shown this and we talked about it before to a couple of people who asked me for recommendations and I went, look, I usually give the sh uh, Shonen battle recommendations because I love that stuff too. But I've given a couple of people who are not really usually behind this sort of anime uh, this recommendation and they've really enjoyed it. There's also someone you gave it to who loves these kind of things and, of course, shout out to the very good friend of the podcast, Mr. Gerald Lily White. Oh, yeah, fan. we talked about the mid-season as well. Like Gerald, we should Gerald have a T-shirt for him or something that just says shout out to Gerald. Shout out to Gerald for his high school <laughs> yeah. romance. But the first season's fantastic. I really hope there's a season two. I would love to see the rest of the story animated. Uh, I think it was a really good adaptation as well. It was well-paced. It was beautifully animated and you really just kind of were on board with everyone. It was so... Freaking wholesome. I fucking love a fucking wholesome story. Oh. I said that in a very unwholesome oh. way. That was but the I least swear. wholesome thing I've ever heard. I'm enjoying this. threatening. I just <laughs> fucking love this book. Um, I endorse this kind of endorsement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, watch it. Um, pretty good opening. OP. 
Not yeah, as good as this. There's one that beats it though this season. Because I'm going to ask oh, you guys yes. what your favorite OP Oof. was. But one really fucking smashes it. We know which one. We know which one. Out of the four buckets. We know which one it is. Bagger. Yeah. That's um, that's me on Skip to Loafer. You can come back to me for another one. I'm going to yell worry. just as passionately. We about. certainly will. Graham, what was your favorite pick of the season? Favorite. Hmm. It would probably Hell's Paradise. Yeah. Which I, mean, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed. I think people had an issue with the animation. Yes. Which I didn't feel until like the very like the last episode aired mm. the last few uh, days. Yeah, three days and ago, yeah. some of the anime in that was like fuck did they run out of money did they give up like that final battle scene yes. in the entrance to the palace that i was like man some of these character animations suck yeah a lot of problems are there so there's been a lot of for people who aren't aware obviously hell's paradise of course we've spoken about it's the final of the dark trinity but was the first of the dark trio trinity trio whatever you want to call it uh to be published as a manga, but it's the last to get an anime adaptation. So interestingly, it's by Mappa. So all three of them have been animated by Mappa, who are, of course, very famous for animating a lot of things, generally at once. I cannot stand that opening. It's a bad the opening. The motorcycle yeah. thing they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Who's this for? <laughs> it's for me. I quite oh, like right. it. <laughs> <laughs> but look, <laughs> yeah, so there's been a lot of criticism from people basically being like, this is a pretty poor adaptation. It's it's kind of a bit lazy. It's very flat. Obviously but it didn't start good. off that way. Like, no, it started well. It felt very porous. I remember the scene where he's on the beach killing criminals, the sunset. That was cool. Even when they first get to the island, like the flowers, the giant mm, monsters, monster Doshai, yeah. Dishai, yeah. something like that. Doshin or something. That was good. But it just seemed like the more episodes came out, like it, the polish started to come off. Yeah. And it just, mm. I thought it was a strong start, but I think I was more taken with the art style than mm. the art that the anime did, like as in like mm. the stylistic character designs and the color pop that was probably like, a, you know, a really great choice, but obviously done from the manga art, which yeah. you, you said is one yeah. of the, is a really fantastic it's drawn it's fantastic, piece. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame that it's had a bit of shit, copped a bit of shit. Yeah. But I think um, unfortunately, uh, as we've talked about, huge problem is just companies being absolutely inundated and the pressure is just so high and there's not enough people working on it. Credit where credit's due. I'm sure a lot of it looked great and I, I hope that it gets a second season. Yes. Well, I think this, oh, this is only the first core. There's another mm. core coming. It's going to continue on into summer, I think, isn't it? No, I think they stopped. They're stopping. So it'll be winter, core. I assume, the okay. second core will be. But yeah. I enjoyed this. Like I enjoyed the manga, so I enjoyed the story. Like The characters are great. Mm. I think the world build is still early on, mm. but it gets it's deep. So apart from the animation, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, The bad guys are, you know, they're scary. Yeah, they're changing between male and female, which was interesting to see yeah. in a yeah like a shonen battle manga. Yeah, that totally. Types of changes, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Look, I, I I quite enjoyed it. Thought it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, definitely understand the criticism and feel feel it because yeah, it was unfortunate. It could have it could have been great. You know, I mean, like that's kind of frustrating because obviously a great story. Yeah, it's a great manga, but the adaptation was a bit a bit iffy. All right, I'll talk about my favorite, and it's no surprise anyone's been listening to the last couple of. These sorts of things. Everyone's going to know that my favorite is obviously Vinland Saga. It's not even close. Never heard uh, of it. It's quite, it's quite possibly in my top five of all time now. No, that's not possible. It is in my top five of all time. Uh, <laughs> you write the rules, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you change them. Uh, exquisite. Absolutely extraordinary. Uh, one of the best character studies I've ever seen in anime. Incredible adaptation, which is something that MAPPA did also. But obviously a lot of the money went into that instead of Hell's Paradise. and. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for it. Yeah, look, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Beautiful, stunning, incredible, slow burn, a real onion peel, uh, something which just kept getting better and better, and it ended brilliantly, and I just cannot recommend it highly enough. It's something which you can watch if you aren't an anime fan. It's something you can get a non-anime fan into. It is slower, and I know I've read a lot of people on the internet being like, oh, it's where the Viking, why aren't they attacking? Where's the violence? And I was like, just, just you fucking idiots. This isn't for you. You know, okay. Some people, you know, not there. For those of you who should be there, it's incredible and it's worth your time and it's worth it's something different because it's it it does change the tempo very heavily. And I just think uh those who did watch it and were along for the ride benefited greatly. But look, if you are a shonen battle battle anime fan and you want more Vikings caving in each other's skulls, it's you know, it happens, but not not till the end, and it's just very different. So, you know, I understand some people couldn't get their heads around that. For me, it was a perfect change of pace. And I just think it's one of the better bits of art that I've seen in the last few years, full stop. Massive, massive win. So, Charlie, while we're on the, on this topic, what's your other 
favorite that you're oh, going I told, to scream about? Um, I really love my love story of Yamada-kun level 999. So that kept going well. It didn't turn um, into a problematic mess? Look, I mean, like it, it, I've talked about this and I, I, what made me so excited about this show is that there was adults and then it turns out that he is actually in high school. Yes. The age gap isn't that bad. It's like 18 or 19 and 20, like around there, and he's about to graduate. Seems like nothing really overt has happened between the two of them while he's still in high school, but it did like the – and um, spoiler alert if you – haven't watched this, stop listening for two seconds, but like it does end on a confession from him to her. So it's like kind of getting romantic now. What I liked less about the romance, although I do actually quite like the way they explored it because he's almost like the way that he's positioned is you almost think he's not asexual but aromantic or he's a bit like not super great at kind of conveying his emotions and um but he's actually super kind and just doesn't know kind of how he comes across. He comes across quite blunt. I think they handled it really well. It was quite realistic how their relationship actually came about. And one of my favourite aspects of the show is it really explores that online space and, like, the it's really fun for gaming purposes Mm. because they're guild. They all become friends. So, like, they're guild and they're kind of a ragtag group. There's, like, the main guild guy. (laughs) The person who runs a guild is, like, a, you know, like a – the the character's avatar sorry their avatar is a um like a little bunny girl who's like super cute and has heaps of fans and it turns out it's just like this 20 year old guy you know like yeah. and she meets yeah, up with him and she's like there. oh <laughs> but he's and he's um he's this is a little bit like oh but he's he bases character off his little sister who he's like obsessed with in a non-sexual way but in like still kind of like a Oh, I hate this trope. But his little sister is also in the guild and she's a character. And then also there is this like older guy who's in the guild who's like my favorite character because he's just this like really wholesome old man who runs a strawberry farm. But it turns out like in the last episode, you realize that he's like this really high flying CEO or like president. And they like who then retired to go like start a strawberry farm anyway. And they like go to this cool restaurant right. and everyone knows him. They're sending him all this food and everyone's like, what? Like, are you rich? <laughs> anyway, he's just like really nice and not weird or creepy. Right. And I think it's showing the side of gaming where it's like you can in certain ways exist in the same space as people from different yes. age brackets, that kind of thing. Sorts. You can exist in the same fandom and not be problematic about it. Hmm. Like I think it was cool to show that. Yeah. Uh, in this anime because a lot of times, like, of course, it is the internet is a very dangerous place for a lot of people to yes, be on yes. and I'm sure it isn't always wholesome but sometimes it is and I know a lot of people who have like met through World of Warcraft or become long to life friend, lifelong friends. I've been to a few marriages in World of Warcraft in my time. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. the thing. Like yeah. it, people do meet and find connections and so I think that this kind of showed. I remember like, do you guys remember, this is such a deep cut, do you remember, do you know who Felicia Day is? Yes, the redhead. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Nerd girl. Yeah, yeah. That was like her whole thing with the ages. And she had a web series called um, The Guild. And it was yeah. all about, yeah, yeah that's I such a, I do that song, Do You Want to Date My Avatar? But yeah, like she, it kind of reminded me a bit of that, like that kind of exploring. And they all kind of had, they're all from completely different walks of life. And yet they are connected through their like Friday night raids that they do together. It's, and, um, it's, it's generally a, a fascinating topic to explore mm. you know and it's such. So i was reading an article a little while ago about interesting with male friendships as as men age uh men tend to lose friends much more prominently than women do and there's a reason for this sort of men let their uh men let their friendships atrophy quite quite quickly whereas women tend to hold on to their relationships friend friendship relationships quite quite a lot longer and there's a reason for this because one of the major things is that men tend to bond over activities right and of course, the older you get, the less you participate in activities. You're not in school. You're not playing in sports leagues anymore. You're not doing the kind of things that you did when you were in university and high school and whatnot, and even in your early 20s and whatnot. But interestingly, one of the things that does enable people to also to maintain friendships and also over great distances is, of course, online gaming, yeah. right? Because it is an activity. Come together. I mean, I have a lot of friends back in Perth who I play only play online games with. And it's the only interaction I have with them. Yes. Otherwise, I would not be really in contact with them at all. And it's it's quite a fascinating thing. And you're right, it is a really, in my, look, don't get me wrong, it can be toxic as fuck in certain games and whatnot. I mean, people telling you to fucking kill yourself and, you know, all these horrible things and, you know, a lot of racism and misogyny and whatnot, you know, in the online gaming space, of course. But there is that wholesome side of things where you really can create and maintain friendships even across the sea, you, you play with you. You're playing mates back in Scotland and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's how I communicate with most of them these days. Because you know who's got 
no one's got time to like do a voice chat all the time. But yeah. People will be on the game at a certain time. So yeah. And I feel like Discord's made that way easier for everyone oh, yeah. too. Oh, That's massively. how most people. Yeah. Massively. But what I like about this show is that the game that they play, the MMORPG, the massively oh. multiplayer online role-playing game. Oh! <laughs> I finally it. said it Should right. It. Insert um, fireworks. <laughs> um, is quite a like low stakes game. And they kind of make a point. It's called like Forest of Savior and it's like very low stakes, kind of chill. And like Yamada as a character, he's a um, professional streamer and gamer but for like a really like I guess like a Fortnite-esque like right so yeah. he's like actually plays competitively in that but obviously his like downtime is this like really wholesome like we're gonna go like beat bosses and what like things you know fall out item collect like guild chat hangout kind of more like a, I guess a World of Warcraft but maybe mm. even, somehow even more like more chill than that than that's wholesome. Not necessarily, like wholesome mm. and that's why then the and the whole point of that is I think that they, they introduce people who are not that it's like less strict gaming so you've got him who is like a gamer, but like even um, Akane, the main character, is like not really a gamer. She's actually quite bad at gaming, but she just really enjoys it. So she's like me. I was like, fuck, <laughs> this is so relatable. Because there's a point where they say, they stress that like her sword that she has in the game is like weirdly rare because she just doesn't know that she can trade items. So she's just max level this like starter <laughs> sword. And I was like... That reminds me of me in Final Fantasy VII, where I didn't know you could trade. You could trade fucking cloud swords. Well, I had that Buster sword for like most Level of nine, the game. Nine, 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 yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And I was just like terrible at the game. And I was like, why is Cloud so weak? And everyone's like, have you not equipped him? And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, what's the material? Like, like literally no clue. When I was younger, and now I'm an expert at that fucking game. But um, don't you worry. Don't worry about that. You play the remake? No. It's, it's not turn-based. We've talked about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm giving that it, up. Yeah. But um, I – yeah, so I really like this game because I think it speaks to me on heaps of levels. Mostly that, really, not heaps of levels. <laughs> Just one level. <laughs> that me, level. Me and my, you know, professionally <laughs> gaming boyfriend, which I don't have. No, I – um, no, I So relatable. So relatable. She's in college, so <laughs> same. Yeah. Um, I do think that in general, though, it's a really wholesome, good show. And I, even though he's in high school – Ugh, so annoying. I hate that. It is Just students. make him a fucking college. Yeah, anyway, right. other than that, um, I think that Madhouse are not fucking round with their animation. There are some scenes that are so gorgeous. Like her hair, they animate the shit out of her hair. Like she take like, because you see it from his like gaze a lot of the time and it's not sleazy. It's not a mm. sleazy one. It's like quite romantic. So like any kind of like moment he'll notice that she wants to take her hair down and they like just went to town on this like amazing hair shot. And I was like, fuck yeah. yeah like It's Madhouse, is it? Mm-hmm. Mm. And on top of that, like really great soundtrack. I always have one of the songs stuck in my head. It isn't the OP of the season. It's pretty – actually, it's not, I don't like the OP that much. It's all right. But the OP it's of the season turnaround. is, of course – All right, bring it on. Oshinoko. Yes. Where Oof. that is it's, a certified banger. It's got like tens of millions of views on YouTube. Right? It is like broken huge. records, yeah. I think, for – I think it's like it's topping in, yeah. charts. I don't think I've heard it. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I have to go and listen. It is so good. I'll do it in the oh, car on the way home. It's incredible. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Right. Um, it yeah, it's, right. It's really yeah, good. Right. Okay. Now, this show, we talked about the first episode that we did when we were talking about Hype Up. I famously, famously, I mean, whoever listened to it the first one, famously, <laughs> I skipped it because I was creeped out by the synopsis, like fully creeped mm. out by it and was like, oh, that sounds like something I never want to even watch in my life. And then after the episode came out and the first episode aired, everyone. It, it broke the internet. Everyone was obsessed with it. Everyone was saying it's the best thing I've seen. So I went, well, shit, I better watch it. Take one for the team. I'm going to watch this weird-ass show. Watched it and was like, okay, like, yes, a bit of icky stuff, which we talked about, but it's a really amazing, particularly pilot episode, and it's really, really well done. And I hate to admit it, but I, it got me. It got it me. The show got me. And really? now I'm in. And now I'm in. You're a fan. I haven't quite finished it yet. I'm quite behind. I was actually, like, hoping to marathon it because it's one of those ones. Um mm. It's a really – it's a show you, you're never quite sure what you're watching, which I kind of like about it. Like at the mm. start you're like, is this some weird incarnation kind of like, yeah. you know, just a weird sort of isekai kind of, I guess, reincarnation, um, mm. goofy one, or is it like, you know, a murder mystery or is it a psychological and like serious look at a real-world problem of like the pressures on idols and celebrity culture in Japan right now for young people? Like is it that or is it – this weird, like, so you just don't really know what you're watching at any point in time. And it makes for quite an unsettling watch, which I like. I think it's good. I think it's really good. And just the little things, like I think we were ta- saying like 
the this is the one in case you are not familiar with it. It is a story about a idol called I who um, is very charismatic, super talented, about 16, but she gets pregnant and in secret she gives birth to twins. But while this is all happening, basically the doctor that's like, anyway, two fans of hers end up reincarnated as her babies. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ludicrous. they grow up like, <laughs> but then basically she ends up getting, this is a full spoiler, please, I urge you to watch the pilot because what I'm going to say next will ruin the whole thing for you. And it's something that's better to go in blind. Skip forward from now for about a minute. Yeah. She's murdered and we don't know who by. Uh, we assume she's murdered by the same person that one of the babies who've been reincarnated was murdered by. Uh, and then we skip, time skip happens and where suddenly the twins are in high school and he's de- the main character, Aqua, has dedicated his life to trying to find out his mother's killer. And also okay. it's a secret that his mother is his mother. Like they kept that a secret. So people think that the, the agency um, that she belonged to, they think that the manager of that was her mother because obviously they've kept that one a secret. It's really good because Aqua also is being an act, becoming an actor. So a lot of the stuff, like as someone who used to do acting and who was in, um, interested in the, the industry, I actually find it really cool to see how they talk through him filming scenes and his kind of like mentality towards acting. I find it quite quite interesting. I was like, good point. Maybe I should have done that. Maybe I would have <laughs> been super successful. <laughs> Could have got some advice from this anime. Actually, there's a couple of acting animes that are really good. Hmm. There's one called um, – God, this is showing my freaking age right now. This is one called Skip Beat, which is really funny, about a girl who <laughs> – sorry, this is so off topic, but I, whatever. <laughs> acting at it. We should do showbiz anime. We should do a showbiz anime. I don't want to do idol. This also doubles as an idol anime because yeah. the other character, the other main character, it's a dual protagonist situation. Uh, she's trying to become an idol, his twin mm. sister. So that's a part of it as well. I'm not really big on idol anime. I don't really like idol anime. No. And, like, you can call me – there's one where they're, like, zombies apparently. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I could watch um, that one. That sounds yeah, interesting. Um, but I'm more interested in zombies than I am idols, I think, is what I got from I that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, but, yeah, Skip Beat and also a really famous old school anime called The Glass Mask, I think it's called, uh, and they're about, like, acting in a really earnest way, which is actually quite good. I like it a lot, uh, where it treats acting like a, you know, sports shonen. <laughs> Zombieland Saga. Zombieland Saga, yes. yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. Anyway, Oshinoko, obviously people have absolutely adored it. They, people are obsessed with it. I don't think it is qu- I'm quite the right audience for it, but it has intrigued me enough and I think that it's really well done. It's got some of the best animation of the season. Mm. The eyes, the, like, the pacing, the music. So it is worth a watch if you can get past a bit of a weird premise at the start. Mm, but it doesn't stay there for long. It doesn't stay there for long, but that all I'm saying is like only if you feel comfortable doing that and if you don't feel comfortable doing that, that's completely fair enough. Interesting, yeah. Well, it's definitely been it's been at the top of the Reddit charts and Anime Corner charts and whatnot. Everyone's been absolutely frothing on it. Um, yeah, I actually still didn't do it. I just didn't didn't get around to it because I was like, eh, I don't need this. But I'm gonna have to listen to this opening though. That I have done many yeah. times. It's, it's a it's fucking banger. Because mine was the Hell's Paradise opening. It was it was pretty good. Pretty good. Same as Chainsaw Man. Same guy. Uh, he's apparently he's like the biggest mm. pop star in Japan. All oh, right. Yeah, he's a huge. Don't know. Huge, 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 huge. Enjoyed that, but this I have the list. This is my ticket. Yeah, oh, it's absolutely. a it's like broken. I think it's the most successful anime OP of mm. all time. Yeah. What in it terms is. of streaming? In out, of right. control. Like, out of control. Like out it's control. number one on charts in America and shit. Like oh, that. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's it's, it's bang. There's like a big like it's a bit like I was playing it to my partner and they were like, it sounds like it's almost like Grimes did this song. Like yeah, it's really yeah, yeah. like there's like an orchestra at one point. Uh, and you're like. It's, it's I thought it was cool. maybe like Lisa from Demon Slayer, but that might be just because it's on my list on repeat. She's in the new Spider-Man movie. She's, really? She did a track for the soundtrack. Did Wait, she? Across, yeah. the across the Spider-Verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Did you watch it? No, no, no. I, I'm about to go see that, but I just re-watched. Uh, I had a very hungover day on Saturday. And uh, we watched it. I'd watched it since it came out and watched it with Grace. And we were just like, this movie? He slaps. Oh, so dude. good. Dude, Into the Spider-Verse is, I know it's not, Anime, but my God, it is an incredible movie. And Across the Spider-Verse, apparently even better. I'm going to go see it probably this week. I got to go to the premiere. Yeah, um, I saw. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> honestly, I won a competition. You won your competition. <laughs> okay. The amount of fucking bullshit competitions this person enters. Like, we've got this thing in the- Well, did you go to the premiere of Into the Spider-Verse? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, you've so. got me there. You've got me there. But what you don't have me in is we- A new dishwasher or whatever All of us got sent? this like- 
All of us get this dish one. All of us get this like tag, tag gate with anime. We're like, the fuck is this? It's like, well, I saw it, tag I was like, five of your friends and like, yeah. well, clearly, this. Well, Charlie's I... account has been hacked again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no. Like, oh. I just like unashamedly post on my like <laughs> private account. People are just like, how many giveaways do you enter? I was like, a All lot. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many have you won? I'm like, one. <laughs> and it was sick. Great. What mm-hmm. else did you enjoy? What do you think about Demon Slayer? We've got to talk about that. A lot of controversy around that. What well, was the controversy though? People just thought, well, look. I, the, I, I mean, it say... did what Demon Slayer does demon do. Yeah. <laughs> like. Don't do what <laughs> Demon do does. does. <laughs> like. Demons show up, Tanjiro gets the shit kicked out of him for like 20 episodes, <laughs> then he overpowers them and just well, cries. Oh, don't cries. forget that the environment around them gets destroyed. Like there's always like the oh, town yeah. is, oh, that is town completely wasted. <laughs> like, sad backstory like, of the wasted. demon, yes. But oh. like, I've, you know, it's not the most exciting arc. No. But you get introduced like to the, the Harasha, you get to Tobiko? Uh, Miss yeah. Harasha? Yeah, Miss Tashira, yes. I can't remember the... Tokito. It was a badly handled... Arc in the manga as well, I must say, and um, the most interesting. Yes, yeah, and also just a bit quick. Also, there were pacing issues. There were yeah. there were directing issues. Directing issues. There were a lot of people were a bit upset about the CGI in in this season. It was more pronounced. Some than of the best been. monster fish CGI I've ever seen. Yeah, people were hating that. <laughs> I thought the monster fish <laughs> were pretty. Good. I thought they were fine. You know, is it as bad as the Mugen train with the blob thing? No. Oh yeah, true. And that, that, was, that, that sucked. Was rad, rad, but like, no one cared. Yeah. You forgive. You've got to forgive it sometimes, people. You know, anyway, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. What do you guys what do you guys think of it? Look, I'll forgive a formulaic shonen any day of the week just for, you know, just the, yeah. feels like a you know, hit of the good stuff. You know, you're like, oh here we are again, give me some trashy, like not trashy, sorry, sorry, not trashy. Trashy. Basic. Um, you know, basic it's what we like anime for, is why we keep watching it because we love those, you know, tried and tested tropes. Uh, it just felt like this one was not as interesting or as like hype. As the rest, I didn't mm. really care enough about anyone mm. except for the hot sword banker. Oh. <laughs> when he revealed his mask and he was hot. Oh, he was pretty oh, hot. Yeah. He was yeah. so hot. I was like, like as well. yeah. it's the best moment of the whole series to date. Yeah, we didn't, um, get, we didn't get an episode 10 or an episode 19 from the previous series. Well, no, we've no. had that so many times. Like there's only there's only so many things you can push it up. I like. suppose so. And also, I mean, Mugen Train as well was extraordinary. But I guess yeah. also I don't think either of the Hashira in this season, like Kanroji as well, and Tokito are as compelling as Rengoku and Uzui. You know, I think they're both yeah. much more compelling characters. And I like her. She was she's, good. She's though. fine. Like, you know, but she's fine. Yeah. Like, they just didn't give her enough to do. No, her, she just rocks up at the end. Her like, scene oh, when she's fighting like the serpents. That was sick. She's yeah, whipping she in between sick. them. I was like, yeah, she was cool. No, she was so. I, I have time, time for her. Like, yeah. She but wasn't like the build. main Hashira though. No, that season, it was Tokito. Whereas like Uzui, we we were with from the start, and like he actually started off kind of a bit shit. Yeah. And then became awesome, you know, like throughout the whole, he actually had a journey, you know, whereas like neat. So they gave Tokito a big journey, but it was kind of still felt a bit like, it's like, oh yeah. I mean, he had a sad backstory as they all fucking do. Yeah. But I don't know. It still was a bit like, eh. Well, he had that formulaic thing though where he like remembers literally, yes. which is the, what the, the demons, trauma, yeah. which is what the demons usually have in Demon Slayer. Yes, kind of yes, so yes. they just kind of gave that whole trope. To him. Narrative well, to him instead. So we were like, ooh, something fresh. It's now the Hashira who's remembering their trauma. <laughs> yeah. well, that's because yes. the demon didn't get that flashback in this. True. Like the pot guy, normally the thing is he gets cut up and then you flashback, see the tragic yeah. backstory. They didn't give him that. He just, no, just <laughs> cut him to shreds. Honestly, that's right. Like, that yeah, guy awesome. didn't care about his back. He, that guy remembered no, his past. Sucked. You that know what I mean? The, the pot yeah. guy remembered his sucked. past and just was happy being evil, I reckon. Yeah, he was just yeah. That's a vibe I got from him. Um, but yeah, you look, you know, Demon Slayer does what Demon, as you say, yeah, it's Demon Slayer do what Demon Slayer does, uh, and it was, you know, it's fine, it's fun. It's Sword fun. arc's not the best. No. Training arc is also a bit dull, but then you're into the Infinity Castle. That's when shit gets real. Yeah, that's if they animate that well, that's going to be it's going to break the. Internet. Oh, they're going to stretch it out to 15 movies. <laughs> they're going to attack on Titan the shit out of this. True, true. Be watching true. this for the next 10 years. Yeah, pretty much. So special. But yeah, it's look, it, it did what it had to do. It was it was flashy. The animation was good. It was, yeah. you know, some cool. Moments. Yeah, 100%. Tanjo cried for like 90 minutes in that extended <laughs> episode, though. He loves a good cry, doesn't he? Oh, my God. Yeah. I read a think piece about Tanjiro, actually, about how he's like one of the last remaining, like, actually kind protagonists yeah. in these true. things. And, he's like, it's kind character. of interesting mm. to see it unfold. It's true. Like, he's even nicer than Naruto was and Ichigo oh, and all of those. Like, he's more, like, I mean, Luffy's not a nice either. Luffy's no, Luffy's a dickhead. Like, yeah, like, he's actually he's... one of the few nice 
That's true. Protagonist. He's very, very pure, very golden-hearted. Yeah, absolutely. Which is an interesting choice to make, I think, because I think people really – there's this whole thing, you know, narratively speak, where everyone's like, how good is an anti-hero? Like, he's a, like, morally grey area. It's kind of nice to see it go back to just like – He's a good kid. Yeah. He's, got He's a nice work. guy. Uh, I can't hear, I'm sort of here for him. I was like, is this like breaking boundaries somehow by not at all? Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I don't know. It's, it's fair because, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we've, we've been through the Tony Sopranos and your Walter Whites and, you know, all these yeah. anti-heroes, uh, yeah, Don, Don, Don Draper. He's such a nice kid. You know, but yeah, but Tanjiro is, but he's also not like, he's not a pushover either. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's yeah. very like staunch in his beliefs. Yeah. Uh, you know, for example, when Akaza, kills Rengoku mm. and he's like freaking out. He's like, you didn't yeah, I'm gonna win. Fuck you you up, know, yeah. like, you're a fucking coward and all this sort of stuff. He's like, you know, and you're like, yeah, okay. He's not like a, a total no. like pushover. So he's, it's an interesting character. I think that in Hunter Hunter, you think Gon's going to be like that and then he's not. <laughs> he goes oh, psycho. Yeah. Gon is really selfish. And like it's yeah. kind of, as Tanjiro is actually not selfish. No. As it turns out. Not at all. So I, I don't know. I find it quite Weirdly refreshing. It's an interesting. It's an interesting topic actually. It's something definitely to unpack because also he's he's kind of harder. He's not as simple as you think he is either. Like he's there is a little bit more complexity to him than you first think. And I mean he is overtly kind-hearted, but I do think there is a little bit more there. I don't know. It's very. It's very oh, I forgot about Deku. Deku's also like that. Deku is. Yeah, but but he you know he goes through a little bit of a, a bad arc. You know, when he goes off as a vigilante. But again, it's all very much like, I don't want to put my friends in danger. It's all yeah. that very Nakama stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But Deku is, is close for sure, for sure. Now, I guess we should just fire through some of the others, uh, you know, thoughts and feelings that we had. I mean, I'll talk Dr. Stone. I really enjoy Dr. Stone, again, does what it does. It's like it's a bit of fun. As I said last time, it's like it's either the dumbest smart show or the smartest dumb show I've ever seen. It's kind of dumb and smart at once. But it's just a bit of fun, really. It's like... Science and kind of Stone Age. <laughs> it's uh, interesting. And I, I quite Are enjoy they it. in space? No, well, no, his dad was. Uh, I saw a clip and I was like, wait a minute, how did he get to space yeah. so quickly? Like, <laughs> They were the only people who didn't get petrified uh, when the time happened. So they were in the International Space Station. Yeah, right. Okay. And they came that's back what down it was. And, that's, and they left. But they were mating like a rocket out of. Sap, the moss rocket. He does dumb shit like that. Yeah. I mean, apparently the science is is pretty much all actually like reality. Like you can actually do all that. All the stuff they do is apparently legit. But yeah, it's fine. somewhere it's out there in the world. Neil deGrasse Tyson is just rolling his rolling. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing yeah. a tweet like. I mean, one, one of the characters does disappear into a watermelon and roll around. Look, okay. It Scientifically accurate. Science. Science. Don't question it, dude. It's all legit. So, um, Do you want to talk about Heavenly Delusion? Yes, I do, actually. Yes. Now, speaking of which, uh, interesting interesting show. So we did mention it before. I had that kind of uh, post-apocalyptic Last of Us sort of meets Attack on Titan. You know, there's a whole group of people behind these walls when it's this very kind of um, promised Neverland kind of vibe in this place. Then you've got the two characters traveling kind of through a – Oh, the road, Cormac McCarthy type, you know, Wolverine-ish, uh, as in the Wolverine kind of thing, traveling through a post-apocalyptic world, two people, you know, one looking after the other, trying to get them yep. through, all that kind of stuff. And honestly, I thought it was really cool. Like, I came to it late because I hadn't actually watched it. Yep. Um, and then I had a, I just had a night where I was like, oh, I've got some time. And I, I smashed like seven or eight episodes in one night. And it's interesting. It's I'm hoping there's a second season. It's quite dark, mm. quite dark. And also interesting as well, there was almost something you said you mentioned before in Skip to Lofa with the trans character. Skip to Lofa was it Yamada with this trans Skip character? To Skip to Lofa. So I thought we were getting that in this. And almost it's a spoiler. So once again, if you don't want to get spoiled, skip forward 30 to 45 seconds now. But basically the lead character is two characters traveling together, get to this point, and she's like, he's like, Oh, you know, guy and a girl is like, I love you. And he's like, Well, hold on, no, I'm a boy. The girl says, and he's like, Whoa, it's a whole thing. I was like, Wow, trans character. How interesting. Just identifies as a boy. How cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, not the case. Uh, well, not not unfortunately, but just like not the case. It's a different, it's, it's actually more of a body swap thing that happens. So I was like, it's still an interesting concept to explore. And I think it's handled quite interestingly. Uh, and they still have a very interesting relationship, those two, despite the fact that like, I mean, technically it is same sex, but it's also not. It's yeah, kind of, it's kind of right. an interesting uh, relationship those two have. And I thought it was just, it's just a very different show. Uh, still familiar in many ways. As I said, all the shows I just mentioned before, it's, evocative of and you know even in western you know last of us kind of stuff yeah but it's uh it's really good i, I quite enjoy it. to me it's actually the sleeper there was yeah. a real sleeper here to this season actually heavenly delusion hard to find because it's actually called like daimyo dentoku or something if you, that's the only way you can search for it on disney plus 
which is kind of annoying because I kept being like, heavenly delusion. Yeah. Like, Where the fuck is this thing? Yeah. Uh, but eventually found it by searching his Japanese name. So yeah, definitely a big, uh, a, a nice tick from me. Yeah. You know what was a failure for me? Dead Mount Death Blood. I got it wrong, people. Look, and as we said in our new uh, system where we just do our little hype ups of like, Going through Mal, I'm like, well, this sounds interesting. I was like, just missed the etchy tag. <laughs> it was right there. Missed it. Didn't look, you know, disaster. So um, that was shit. <laughs> Awful. Insomniacs After Dark, I haven't finished. I have heard from some people and I agree. It was somewhat anxiety inducing if you do have insomnia, like oh. I do. So it's kind of like, uh, like, you feel sort of a little bit unsettled by the plight. Like it's relatable, but um, it was really beautiful what I did watch. So now it's reminded me I need to go back and really finish that one. There you go. Um, another one that I didn't watch is called The Dangers in My Heart. And um, I didn't like the concept, so I didn't watch it. I'll give the synopsis now. Kyotaro Ichikawa may look like a shy and reserved middle school student, but deep within his heart is a bloodthirsty killer. His ultimate oh. desire is to see his classmate, yeah, yeah, Anna Yamada's yeah. beautiful face writhing in pain before he ends her life. But this fantasy may never come to fruition as Ishikawa starts to see an entirely different side to Yamada. Well, I fucking hope so. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> Often seeking refuge in the library, Ishikawa frequently runs into Yamada. It is during these encounters that Ishikawa realizes his model classmate is actually an airhead who could never read the room. As they spend more time together, the boy cannot help but feel not only a sense of endearment towards the very girl he wishes to murder, but also a desire to protect her at all costs. Is it possible that this sudden change in Ichikawa's perspective could lead to something more? So I read that and went, You had fuck every right that. to read that like, and put that in the fucking bin. I went, oh, cool, I'm so going to read about like an incel protagonist that wants to murder a classmate because he feels a sexual attraction towards her. Like that's what I'm getting. From yeah, the that's But apparently it's kind of played like, he so doesn't, he's, he's middle school, so he's quite young and so doesn't understand anything. He's got this kind of like, apparently is sort of the way they kind of play his like bloodthirsty killerness is like very, like he's not actually ever going to do that. It's like a very kind of cartoonish, weird kind of way to do it. But people really like it. Uh, I would personally avoid that one like the plague. So I did. I'm talking about it just because I was like, this is the other rom-com that people were like talking about um, getting. Because I remember there's like a lot of people talking about how we get our like, you know, sweet, like wholesome fix and for some reason this one came up in the mix of that so i mean hey i've seen weirder things work out you know that's true but i haven't watched it so i can't comment but all i say is that synopsis gave me the ick i didn't actually end up watching the ranking of kings uh, ova it was like it oh. was a, it was an anime original i don't think anyone did it's like it seemed like one of those things that just no one talked about came and went didn't watch it. It's got nothing. It's not canon. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah people are loving the Black Clover film. I haven't seen People it yet. are loving the Black Clover film. That's yeah, true. That's true. I need true. to get onto that because I've been missing my little magic friends. The magic boys? <laughs> my magic friends with their little grimoires. Little <laughs> 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 oh, magic fellas running around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mimbly bimbly. That is literally, <laughs> it's literally a snob. That is a pretty accurate synopsis of Black Clover. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of magic, uh, Mashal, pretty average. Dropped it. Yeah, I dropped, dropped it too. It. I got like eight eight episodes in, which is surprisingly far. Yeah, and you know, again, it was, it was really well rated. When I was in Japan in well, March, it was it was everywhere. Did you go to everywhere. Japan? In case you guys weren't aware, uh, going back as well, really booked tickets. But um, basically, <laughs> it's a <laughs> God, it'll never end. <laughs> it won't. But yeah, basically, it's um. It was huge. It was huge, but I thought it was pretty average. wasn't yeah. wasn't funny enough. Wasn't read the manga. If you got time, read the manga. Manga's yeah, fun. you enjoy the manga much more, right? Manga hits. Humor humor comes a lot mm. clearer than the anime. Yeah, I, I found it a bit average. Yeah, read the manga. Well, I dropped why Raylena ended up at the Duke's mansion mostly because I read the web comic. This is going to be sound really basic, but because the web comics are coloured and they're like scrolling in her phone, I feel like I already had seen it. Like I was kind of like mm-hmm. it's just sort of like a less good because the art's not ever never going to be as good as the like the original. I mean, they yeah, didn't have yeah, much yeah. of a budget. So I think a lot of people were a bit upset by the art, but honestly, it's a good story. I recommend if you like that kind of isekai travel back in time, fix it. Otome kind of style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would recommend it if you don't want to read it. Read the webcomic if you want to. I'm a big webtoon gal, so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing some of those other Manga ones. Adapted. Webtoon girl, away. I'm <laughs> 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 um, looking forward to seeing some of those adapted later too. I just hope they get a bigger budget. Well, that's basically it. For, that's it. That's it. Spring season and covered a lot. Has been a pretty solid season actually. It's some real much. heavy hitters. And a some... real surprise for me. Like, yeah, I, I, mm. I have responded to this. Again, like I'm not shocking, but I, I was surprised that there's so many that I kept up with weekly. Mm. Really rare for me. 
And now we're going to go through our little summer hype up. Now it's early days, hasn't even begun at the time of recording this podcast. So we're really, really, really on the, uh, uh, you know, we're making some, we're, we're taking some, some drawing some long bows, basically. We're not quite sure. Some of these are big, heavy hitters, a lot of second seasons or third and fourth sequel and fifth season. seasons. Sequel like seasons. mostly sequels. Yeah. It's a big sequel season. So we should be able to go through this relatively quickly. But again, this is just the vibe. Just the vibes, man. We're just going off vibes at this point because we haven't seen any of it and none of it. No one has because it hasn't aired. So just going to hit out what we're excited about, what the community is talking about as per usual. And of course, starting off is the big heavy hitting return of Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Very, very exciting. Unbelievable how excited I am, actually. All right. Um, I love Jujutsu Kaisen. You, know, you always going about this, like, you know, with the dark trio, but like, for me, Jujutsu Kaisen is so far above the others, it's not even close. Yeah, right. right? Honestly, okay. it's like they're not even in the same stratosphere for me. And um, that being said, they have changed animation directors this time. So if you might have noticed with the trailer up the eyes are different Gojo's eyes yeah, they the don't eyes pop quite as much do they muted guy dull so yeah there's a lot of talk about that of course because i kind of like the the style though like it's style almost is cooler but the eyes you know like a lot of them gojo simps aren't happy Charlotte. you know what it is it's because he wears sunglasses in this season true so the animation budget be fucking massive if they gave him those eyes <laughs> like constant eyes yeah, yeah look they you know you know they the, the eyes were too good to be true for that long that's like, true we, we can't be fed that well yeah no they need to come out when shit gets done, when yes. serious things happen, you pop the eyes. You're like, oh, well, this is a a prequel. Yes, flashback. tell us about this, Squareham, because obviously you've read it. It goes back to Gojo and his time as an actual student wow. rather than a teacher. Oh, so he, his eyes weren't ready. His <laughs> eyes <laughs> weren't matured. Is that the justification? <laughs> that, is that it? No. Um, he definitely isn't as he's not as powerful as when you see him when he's of course, as yeah. a teacher. Like his peak. There's a lot of stuff he still has to learn. His abilities haven't really clicked into place. So he's still ungodly powerful and his cocky is all hell. But he does, he, he's learning. Interesting. And it's more about his friendship with... Ito. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is the shit. Which is the, which is, a, fuck, he's such a good character. Like. Yeah. And he's so cool. Like, like he's, the two of them together, it's going to be magical. Yeah. So you're excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course I am. Like, then course, there should be your arc be. afterwards. Yeah, that'll it's be. A, it's, a dual, it's a double core, so it will go back. Will oh, it lead into that? Yeah, it will. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're gonna get some like deep world lore on this one as well, right? Which it's a bit shit. Okay. But Gojo should pull it all through. Yeah, true. It's enough Gojo. So, We're all fine. It's just gonna be good fun. To, you know, yeah. like, good, good. <laughs> That's right. Jolly good time. Good, good fun. Wholesome. Yeah. Good. Funny. Jujutsu Kaisen's funny. It's great. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Charlie, what else are you excited about this season? All right, so I'm excited about one that I've been reading up on that, again, like going to just make everyone roll their eyes with me just coming at being like, yeah, adults in a romance. Uh, it looks like they are actually both adults, so. Hey. <laughs> uh, which is good because. Uh, for now. Like, yeah. <laughs> to reincarnate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's. <laughs> I mean, maybe she's not actually reading the synopsis, oh, but we'll see. I it's called um, My Happy Marriage and it's based off a light novel and yeah, I will give you the synopsis. Mio Saimori was the unfortunate child of a loveless arranged marriage. After her mother died, her father brought in his lover and her own daughter, Kaya. From then on, Mio's life was reduced to that of a mere servant. So basically that's Cinderella. Um, even worse, while Kaya inherited a family's psychic abilities, Mio had none. She was truly the daughter with no merit. After years of being treated like dirt, Mio has learned to keep her head down, hide her pain and obey every order. So it comes as no surprise that she is arranged to be married to Kiyoka Kudo military captain rumoured to be so cruel that he has driven away every one of his potential wives so far. From a painful upbringing to a painful marriage, that's the future that awaits Mio. Or so she thinks. Contrary to her expectations, her new husband is actually kind-hearted. What really awaits Mio is a blissful, everlasting marriage full of happiness. So obviously really problematic. <laughs> There's arranged marriages. Your bait switch. All that stuff. But uh, apparently it turns out to be healthy. So uh, Ah yes. So uh, that's yes. I mean, healthy arranged marriage. <laughs> look, this sounds like a Cinderella esque like uh kind of supernatural, um, old school, as in like historical romance. It's meant to be a pretty good light novel. People are fans of it, and I think that I just hope to see an actual depiction of a healthy marriage on in anime. But, mm. I mean, did it start healthily? No, it was arranged. And that's not so good. But, hey, we'll take we'll take what we can at this point. So I think that 
I'll wait to see how this one goes. This one I could really eat my oh, word. Oh, you could eat so Yeah, um, there might be a dead mount death play on So we've got one. a uh, <laughs> Cinema Citrus, is the studio. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Who yes. have done uh, Made in Abyss. Yes, Kamina yeah. Citrus. Black Bullet. Oh, Kamina, sorry, yeah. Codebreaker. Oh, this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so right. Cool. Norn 9. Yep, Kevin Penkin, both. Yeah. I wonder if he, no, he's probably not on My so. Happy Marriage. Which is a shame. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah. I think that, yeah, look, it could be terrible, but I just was like, you know what? I'm keen. It's like Shoujo Sai. Yeah, happy, I'm just happy to support anything that's being adapted for older female readers at this point. Now, Gray, of course, we have Bleach. Yeah, two. we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen, but is, is Bleach a bigger? <sighs> Especially after the last, was it a core? Was it a season? Is this a new season? Yeah, new core? I, guess, I, guess, I think this one's the second part, I think. Yeah, it's... Um, you want to take something that blew away everyone's expectations. That like, was amazing. That was phenomenal. I loved the Bleach remake. Yeah. Well, it's not a remake, but the re, re- pickup of. <laughs> the re. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the, what you call the it. Finishing of. <laughs> but a complete artistic yeah. revamp. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. How did you find? You loved it, right? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And it was just at the tail end of me finishing the manga. Because mm-hmm. I stupidly, I'm trying to read all of the big three. That's right. How far are you into One Piece right now? 350 chapters. Not bad. It's only 700 to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it just hit the right moment. The adaptation mm. was great. The animation was great. Like, I mean, yeah, it was a surprise to everyone. Ah, it was amazing. Like, yeah, so. the Yamamoto, uh, oh. Bunkai, you know, Zen no Tachi, just, they, they did it right. It was amazing. Yeah. Kimpachi. Yes. Like, Unahana. Ridiculous. Mm. Like, you know, ugh, Classic. Um, Loved it. So, yeah, hopefully they can maintain. Yes. The pace. Yep. You're going to get a lot of more sort of square offs, a lot of battles, a lot of, a lot of battles. So it's, I think it's going to be great. I Will it be the best anime of this season? Oh, he's calling it now. I like it. I don't know, man. Yeah. Based off the last one, I, I, it could be. No, it could be amazing. It was, it was a big hit for me last time. So it's very, very exciting. I think it's because it was so surprising. Yeah. Like, like how, Bleach is how back? good like, it was and like how much effort went into it. So It was next level. I loved it. I just hope they can keep that ball in the air, though, and it's Me just not too. mediocre, and then we do, they'll not make the end of it. Yeah. We'll have to wait another 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Anything else you got for us, Charlie? You know, fucking um, weird shit? Or, uh... <laughs> um, well, something Mr. not Darcy, so weird. Anime. <laughs> so we've got, um, look, we've got Horomiya Peace, which is, oh, yeah. uh, Horomiya is a slice of life romance uh, high school anime that came out a couple of seasons ago based on a really popular manga. Um, this is just an adaptation of stories that were ta- left out of the main story because Horomiya um, adaptation did the whole story. My biggest gripe with that season was it was rushed and mm. they cut too much stuff. So I guess that they've kind of listened to that from fans and they've taken, they're going to, they're going to animate what they left out basically. So I might give it a go. I don't know. I'm not sure if I, it's going to hold enough for me, but I'll, I'll give I'll definitely watch the first episode. Another classic coming to us, coming to our screens. If you enjoy insufferable male main characters who can't make any decisions, then you are going to love Bleach. Bleach. <laughs> and Eddie Shonen. Watch Bleach, kids. Well, it come for you on that one. We'll just bang on the money. Because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so what has a lot of common with Ichigo is uh, the protagonist of Rent-A-Girlfriend oh, season three. <laughs> so Rent-A-Girlfriend, uh, I did not watch the second season, but I'm sure I could probably just jump right in. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pick up <laughs> right where it left off. Really change there. <laughs> season one, I didn't mind. and I, I remember I watched I think I watched it so I could talk about it on the podcast and I remember keeping up with it secretly. I was like, they must okay. never know. Because I was interested in maybe it was like a accurate or like maybe and also they're all in college. So you know they're out, they're in college. Yeah, yeah. Um I also was like, oh maybe this is a you know a healthy depiction of sex work and maybe progressive. Not sure it quite got there. Um but I mean hey I think that there were some aspects of it like you never really judge the main female protagonist for working as a renter renter girlfriend. Um, that's not really the issue there. It's more that the main guy somehow ends up in some weird harem situation despite being the most average, classic, like gross guy ever. So that's reality, truly. So really it's a documentary at this point. Um, <laughs> average men failing up. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I I know people really love to hate watch and hate read Rent-A-Girlfriend because mm. I know that um, 
particularly that character just makes some terrible decisions. And I think if you're into like shipping wars, mm. everyone knows what that is. It's when you ship your characters with this person and there's like other rival ships and like everyone gets really mad at each other because like best girl should have won. God, it's I hate Gen Z thing, when yeah. I say this. No, it's not. Shipping wars. That is millennial as it gets. Reckon? Uh-huh. Anyway, it's a hate watch, guilty pleasure. I probably won't watch it, but maybe I will. Gray, have you got anything else interesting on the horizon? Yeah, Zom 100 comes out. Is it second season? No, first season. First season, okay. First season. I read, I think I'm pretty much up to date with the manga. Right. So, and if you're a part of our Discord, I write a very lovely review about it in the manga section. This is true. Join now. It's basically youngsters who gets a job as a salaryman who's, you know, full of piss and vinegar, wants to help the company and then just slowly gets ground down by the workload and his colleagues and that sort of stuff. Doesn't want to go to work, hates his life, depressed. But then one day the zombie apocalypse happens and he gets the day off work. <laughs> and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> like literally everyone else is freaking out, like, you know, panic and mayhem. And he's just like, I'm going to have a cold beer and watch TV. And he does. And he's like, oh, shit, I need to get a better TV. And he does. <laughs> Like, All amongst the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And then, but slowly he comes to realize that, you know what, this is kind of a bit of a waste of his freedom and his life. So he makes a list and it's about him taking off things off his list. Some of them are like, ride a motorcycle. But then another one is like, discover a species of dinosaur that's never been discovered. And, you know, it's about him traveling around Japan with the crew he meets, taking off things off his list. It's very charming. It's also set against the zombie apocalypse. So there's like, the real subversion you know, of the horror, yeah. but then it's him fighting a shark in like a suit made of Teflon at one point. Like, <laughs> so it's yeah, it should be funny, it should be wholesome, and a little bit gory and horror vibe to it as well. So. Yeah, that sounds sick. That actually yeah. sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good read. Hopefully, it translates. Again, it's pretty funny. Yeah, that manga. Sounds really, that sounds really so, cool. Yeah, I would check out Zom 100. Zom 100 for you all, people. I've got a weird one again. This this could come back to bite me, but uh, this one is called. AI No Identity, and it's by Madhouse as the animation studio, but this science fiction omnibus depicting a doctor who treats robot and humanoid problems takes place in the near future when humanoids with artificial intelligence account for 10% of the population. The main character, Dr. Sudo Hikaru, also has an undercover name, Mogadit, under which he secretly takes on illegal medical procedures. Okay, problems already. Uh, for example, for a man who inadvertently infected his humanoid wife with a computer virus when illegally backing up her data, Pseudo proposes an operation to rewrite her memory using backup data. Could an existence replaced by backup data truly be said to be the same as it was before? That's a synopsis on Mal. That could be fucking weird as hell, or it could be quite interesting. It could be the whole yeah, you know, nature right. of existence and, you yeah. know, like... The, the thought experiment of if you are to be broken down into many particles and then teleported to another planet mm -hmm. or whatever is the new version of you, which is the made prestige. from new particles, still you. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. Prestige concept. Classic stuff like that could be very interesting. You know, the nature of what it means to be human. I hope it goes down that road and doesn't get some weird sex shit. Oh, uh, it's so going to be weird is... sex robot shit. You know it is. <laughs> Why it is. can't it be it... both? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Why can't it be both? <laughs> that's true. That's what the wee people really want. That's, that's what want. the people yeah, really want. Hey, look, if it combines it both, we've got the <laughs> yeah. best show of all time. I don't know. Just saying, I'm putting it out there. So that's another one. Anything else from you, Charles? Okay, I just found a synopsis that... um. Makes me so excited. Uh, wow, this is going to be great. This one is called, Am I Actually the Strongest? After being a shut-in, Haruto is reincarnated as a baby. Yeah, of course he and is. And basically, that baby is a prince. However, <laughs> he's abandoned in a forest on the day he's born because of his low magic level. What will be the fate of Haruto, who is inadvertently given a thousand times the normal amount of magic by a goddess of reincarnation without anyone noticing? Okay, so this is one of two baby reincarnation shows this season. Only two? Uh, what I the hell is say, going on? Uh, <laughs> in this, this is actually secretly like a psychological murder mystery um, uh, deconstruction of the entertainment industry. I don't want to see any more fucking baby fucking reincarnation babies. shit. I don't want to see it ever again. Why is this a thing? I don't, dude, don't, Why? You've got to ask Japan that question. This I'm is the sure. new trope is it's baby reincarnation. Thing. Uh, and I don't know how we got here. And quite frankly, I never want to know or see it again. So <laughs> I am respectfully asking, am I the strongest to leave me alone? Yeah. <laughs> but I will watch an episode because now I've talked about it and I might need to eat my words because the last time I avoided a baby reincarnation story, I accidentally missed the anime of the season. Short so season. classic. But um, speaking of anime reincarnation, we have got the sequel of another problematic that 
anime that everyone's obsessed with, which is Ashoku Tensei. Yes, that was a good segue. That was also Charlie. a baby reincarnation, right? That is was, correct. Yes, but it was also correct. critically acclaimed. So maybe yep. they're on. Just, <laughs> look who's talking was onto something. Yeah. Yeah. Critically acclaimed. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the 1980s had something beautiful. Right. It's <laughs> I won't yeah. accept it unless the voice is by Bruce Willis. And <laughs> Otherwise, I'm Roseanne just... Barr. No. Was he O'Donnell? You have a sister? I make that up. Yeah, and the second one, look who's yeah, talking yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, look who's talking now. There were two of them. Mashoku Tensei, of course. It's going to look, look amazing. Yeah, so this is the <laughs> Regardless. thing. Regardless. Apparently the world build is stunning. The magic system's great. Yeah. Like, it's one yeah. of those ones where you just wish that they had done a bit of tailoring to certain character aspects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's and certain bad. scenes. Yeah, we've, we've talked about this in the past. Obviously, I gave it a massive why. I watched the first three episodes of the first season because everyone was fucking talking about it. And I just remember being like, what the fuck is wrong with everyone? This is terrible. This is horrible. There is, you know, the lead character is basically irredeemable in so many ways. And I, you know, I get part of the story, I suppose, is a story of redemption and like, people should be redeemable. But I don't know. I just found it to be far too disturbing and off-putting. And he does really fucking horrible things and I just found it I found it to be very um, confronting frankly and I have no time for it so but funnily enough as you said it is so so well revered in the community people love it you actually you watched the whole thing you watched a lot of it didn't you? I watched it all okay you, you, you watched it all watched it all what do you I mean how do you find that I mean there are some scenes which are just cooked right there are two scenes in it that are quite disturbing yes one of them at the start, which you probably saw in the hallway. It's when I stopped. Yes. That's not the worst scene. Oh, God. That's not the worst thing. Okay. The next, the one that happens, I think it's maybe the penultimate episode. That went too fucking far. Right. But like, as as you said, the world build is phenomenal. There are some really fascinating, rich characters in there. The animation is great, but like, there's just those two things that like you could snip. It's a problem, but it'll be it'll be topping the Reddit list. Yeah, it'll be topping the anime corner list. People will be going off about it, and you know that's the thing. But like, just for me yeah. personally, uh, I don't know. But that also brings us to another show this season and another ethical quandary. Is it another baby reincarnation story? It is not. It is the remake of Rurouni Kenshin. Now mm. we talked about this. Well, we didn't actually. We talked about it very briefly at the very top of our Samurai Ninja episode with Luis Fortunato. Mm. Because basically we talked a lot about, in the previous episode we recorded, we talked a lot about Rooney Kenshin. And now the, the actual show isn't problematic at all. In fact, it's, a, it's quite a wonderful show. But the person who wrote it is in, inherently and horribly problematic and was found guilty of a pretty horrible thing. But of course it does beg the question and it's probably a conversation that's too big for now. But it is, of course, can you separate the art from the artist? It is a real question and it's we decided for that episode that we would not feature Rurouni Kenshin prominently at all, and so we did not. Despite it being the most iconic samurai show ever made. Absolutely. So that was that was hard to talk about that genre without the, <laughs> was, the main one. It was tough. But, I mean, I think we can all say that that show had a huge impact on our love for anime. It's one of the first animes I got into. The gateway um, for us. There's some live-action films. Like, there's some great people have done really good things with this particular person's IP. So... That's all I'll say on it. So I'd be interesting who's anim- animating it. Now here's where it gets very interesting. It's being animated by Liden or Liden Films, who are terrible. So they did Tokyo Revengers, famously a dreadful adaptation. They also did Berserk 2016, the remake. Yeah, right. Which was fucking haggard. So not a good start. It's not a good studio. So that's the thing. If it was like if it was like UFO table or if it was like Madhouse or something, I'd be like, oh shit, probably gonna watch that, eh? Like, cause that's probably gonna be sick. But I don't know if I could, you know, there's always the ethical quandary, but also now that it's lead in films who just famously suck, I'm like, mm. ah, just think I'm just not gonna do it. Hey, it's an interesting topic and something that, you know, comes in hand in hand with Mishoko Tensei. Uh, obviously the writer didn't do anything like this, uh, with Mishoko Tensei, but his his product, his cultural product is problematic, whereas Kenshin the creator of the cultural product is problematic. So that's quite interesting. Mm. Um, there's another one called Liar Liar. 
Yes. Which is not an anime adaptation of the beloved Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> uh, much Why to my dismay. <laughs> I was, I'm upset. <laughs> I clicked on it and I went, well, shit, I don't know what this is. Um, look, this could very easily be another Dead Mount Dead Play by reading the synopsis. A mind game of lies and deceit begins. At Academy Island, students battling games to win stars, hoping to earn the prestigious title Seven Star. Sarase is last year's champion and is on track to win again until Hiroto, a new transfer student, hits the scene. Surprisingly, Hiroto defeats her by sheer luck. Now he must use bluffs and trickery to stay on top. Look, I mean, I'm invested. Uh, I mean, I, I just, it sounds like Tomodachi game. I'm yeah, fucking I, in, yeah, dude. I heard I love Academy that Island. Yeah. I heard uh, Academy by, Island? Like, I just went... Nothing possibly could go wrong. I have, <laughs> I have no clue what this is. Oh, wait, hang on. It's the same animation studio as Sam's favourite show, Death Mountain. Oh, no. <laughs> She's cooked. She's done. It's over. It's over. Everyone's going to have a Dead Mount Death play every season. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really know what to expect, but to be fair, that synopsis. Um, that's, that's pretty. I'll probably watch, watch it. I'm so. definitely going to watch that at least <laughs> one until it, you know, until it fucking kicks me. So in watch the teeth. this space. Watch this space. Great. Do you know much about Dark Gathering? Uh, I've read a few issues of the manga, so it's um, it's about this. It's about this guy who survives an attack when he's like very young, and his his arm gets like I want to say haunted, but cursed. Spiritual injury, right? Um, he's also like a a teacher, and he takes on a new student who is creepy as all hell. Um, she has like multiple pupils in each eye that kind of allow her to see the demon world and the real world. She captures spirits in teddy bears, and then she tortures them, I believe. Um, Creepy, exorcists could be good, could be crap. How do you find? How many issues of the manga did you read? Probably we got about five or six. Okay, so the first one is probably the longest opening one I've ever read. Really? Like, yeah, it was really long. Like, it was, it was, it was fine. But your job's fine. I haven't dropped it. I just uh, there's so much to read. Anything else for anybody for this season? Uh, there's a bunch of things here. Like nothing that's really sticking out, except for of course, reincarnated as a vending machine. <laughs> Uh, I mean, which is reborn as a vending machine. I now wander the was dungeon. He, was he a baby vending machine? <laughs> this synopsis truly deserves an award. The future of this fantasy world now lies in the hands of a vending machine. Hakob was once a human until he died in an accident and was reincarnated as a sentient piece of machinery. While he can still hear and see, there is no way for him to move by himself or speak more than his program phrases. How can he make the most of this strange new life? Now, I think that sounds like the best show ever. That sounds- and I'm not even joking. I'm going to watch that and I can't wait. So that's actually my top pick and I'm not being sarcastic. That it does, goes that, yeah. then Jujutsu Kaisen. I want this vending machine anime <laughs> to change my life. Like that's what I want. Like give me yeah, if you're gonna yeah, do yeah. an isekai reincarnation story, yeah, do some dumb shit. Make it no more babies. Let's just do random appliances and find around the street. Absolutely, I can't find anything problematic with a vending machine. I mean, it depends. Be, on what oh, right. they'll find a way. Little vending machine. Yeah, but little do you know, it's one of those Japanese underwear vending machines. Why, what fantasy world has a vending machine? Like, what is this world built? Wait and find out. Honestly, I watch can't. Watch and find out. Oh, yeah. So I'll be reporting back on vending machine. Definitely. There's a new Fate series starting. Oh, God. By A1 Pictures. Oh, okay. Uh, Fate, Strange, Fake, Whispers of Dawn. Seems to be set. They're just picking random words. Fuck, I know. Like, I just pushing them together. <laughs> Scrabble, like, fuck yeah. Um, uh, it seems to be set after many years after the Fifth Holy Grail War. Yeah, the Grail. We know what this is about. People are coming. Champions. Servants and masters. Machine? Yes. Like, <laughs> just falls on Someone people. He's the actual Holy Grail. <laughs> the dud. No. So, yeah. There's A1 pictures, like, so it's going to look. It'll look good. It'll look pretty yeah, schmick, but who the um, Nia Automata has got the coming back. Coming back. Yes, 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 yes. So I've, I was up to date on that. I look forward to that returning. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'm hoping that they can actually finish it this time. Yeah. Because, you know, that was a real problem. Also A1 Pictures. So I guess yeah. they've got, got themselves back on track. There's obviously Bungo Stray Dogs Season 5, but I've watched like two episodes and couldn't get into it. Uh, Devil is a Part-Timer Season 2. Don't worry, I'm not going to quote Einstein today. Um, you know, Again, I'm not probably not going to watch it. I, I know I went real hard on it last time. You went like, so hard on it, like fucking like <laughs> post-capitalist, the greatest Einstein minds of the 20th century. Like. And then I was just like, eh, it shows that you're kind of problematic. <laughs> 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 I, was in, I was like, 
Ah, uh, there's a lot of fan service. Oh, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really hoped you'd be more than you are, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I look very forward to finding out shows that we've missed for this. And yeah. Always. Hit us up in the comments. See. Please, like, recommend away because, honestly, I I get distracted by vending machines <laughs> and my anger towards reincarnated babies. <laughs> I, I, and I get lost in the seasons. And so I, I need some guidance. Yeah, guide us, please. Well, that is... A double whammy episode of the spring roundup and our little summer hype up slash predictions. Thank you so much for following us. As always, you can, of course, find us on all of our social media and, of course, our website, which is www.gatewaytoanime.com. You can find us, of course, on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and wherever you find and listen to your podcast. You can also join our Patreon if you really want. We're about to really hit that up hard now. So it's something you can join our Discord, which is a major part of it. We've got a lot of cool channels and things going on there. You can hang out and talk with us in that said Discord. And we're about to be doing much more specialized content for our patrons who we could not thank enough and could not be without. We thank you for all of your support so far. And if you want to join, please do. We're a small operation. Obviously, we uh, work hard at this, but, you know, any help is much appreciated. And thank you so much. We're another exciting season of Anime to Come, another quite surprising season just gone. And uh, let us know what we've missed. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.